0: Welcome to the Informed Traveller podcast, part of the Informed Traveller radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. It's a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. On our podcast this week, travel writer and luxury hotel reviewer Deborah Smith will join us in a few minutes to talk about the Paradisus Los Cabos a place known for its refined service, exquisite architecture, and magnificent facilities. So we'll get Deborah's take on it. And if traveling to Africa has ever been on your mind, you'll want to hear our chat with the president of Lion World Travel, who specializes in African tours. So we'll get some ideas on how to plan that African adventure. But first, we're going to start things out by talking about day tours in and around London, England. And one company that does just that is Evan Evans Tours. So joining us now to tell us more about the tours they offer is the managing director of Evan Evans Tours. He is Tom Macklin. Their website is evanevanstours.com. Hi, Tom.
1: Hi, Randy. Tell
0: me a little bit about Evan Evans Tours and what you do.
1: Sure. Um, So here at Evan Evans, we've been operating tours out of London and around the UK since 1933. So we are um, the longest established sightseeing company based in London Um, and we operate um, a whole myriad of different types of tours. Predominantly, we run coach tours Mm -hmm. and we do um, coach tours of London and then we travel around and we visit lots of places across Britain. Uh, We also operate rail tours. So we do um, uh, self-guided trips right all the way to Edinburgh, um, right across the UK. Um, and we also operate um, private tours. So we do private chauffeured trips um, we offer walking tours and we also um, retail attraction tickets. So places like the London Eye, Madame Tussauds and every all of the iconic and famous attractions in and around the capital.
0: Wow, you do it all, it seems. And after all that time, is there an area of uh, London you haven't toured?
1: (laughs) I think we've been pretty much everywhere because we've even operated um, some small group trips, which we which we do that go off the beaten track a little bit. So, you know, we get into all the nooks and crannies of London.
0: Well, you do have some recommended tours listed on your website. Again, it's evan dot com. What would be a good tour or maybe a couple of tours to, to do to get a, a good feel of London?
1: Um, well, one of our best sellers from this year has been um, our Buckingham Palace and Windsor tour. Mm-hmm. Because, um, you know, we actually include Windsor in particular, Windsor Castle, on a number of different itineraries. Um, But this tour with Buckingham Palace and Windsor is pretty unique because you get to go to two iconic royal uh, palaces that are, you know, in in use today. Um, And actually, Buckingham Palace is only open for a a few months of the year. So we operate this tour from July through to um, October. Mm -hmm. Uh, And basically, you spend the morning, you visit Buckingham Palace, um, you meet with our expert guide. And um, you get to go and you explore the state rooms um, of the palace. You get to visit the throne room, the ballroom, which is my favourite because that's the venue inside where you'll see at uh, state visits where you know the the king will be now um, hosting visitors from around the world, heads of state, mm-hmm. um, and you really get an inside look into you know what is what is royal life like you know in the palace and. It's a working palace. You know, there's lots of people that are based there, that work there. And, you know, it's a real insight and treat to see. Um, And, you know, we've basically put together an itinerary where the morning you get to experience Buckingham Palace, uh, you have some time for lunch, and then we take you in one of our luxury coaches to Windsor, where you then get to experience Windsor Castle, um, which, you know, is an extremely iconic and famous palace you know there's been lots of really high high profile royal events that have happened there over the you know past few years and of course now it's where queen elizabeth ii has been laid to rest so you know her tomb is in saint george's chapel and she is one of 11 monarchs that actually have a tomb there so it's a really special experience um you know to sort of combine these two iconic attractions into one tour
0: with the passing of the Queen, have have you seen an uptick in interest in, in that particular tour, especially Buckingham Palace?
1: Yeah, well, actually, uh, Buckingham Palace closed following the Queen's passing. Mm-hmm. To, so um, it closed earlier than uh, planned because of that. But it is, the, you know, uh, the Royal Collection are planning to reopen, um, hopefully for next year again. So this tour will start operating as it did this year throughout the summer months um but we have seen a, you know a, an increase in interest to go to Windsor mm-hmm. uh, we still run a number of other windsor tours we do a windsor afternoon tour we also run a windsor stonehenge and bath tour um and you know there is a, an increase in demand to go to see um to to experience st george's chapel and to pay you know respects to um the late queen um and you know now's a really good time to be travelling next year will be as well because you know, we've also got, of course, the coronation of King Charles happening next spring. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a really, you know, exciting and uh, historic time to be visiting.
0: Well, I would think so. And I would think if you're planning on that, you probably want to start doing that
1: now, would you? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, um, in terms of planning and forward bookings, of course, the earlier you can <laughs> you can book, book uh, to see some of these places, the better to confirm your spot. But also... You know, with um, with the current demand we're seeing, um, you know, it's these places are going to be really busy. So, mm-hmm. you know, going to be filling up quite quickly. So,
0: how many people in a typical tour? What's included? I know you have some other bus tours, some are walking tours, but uh, typically, how many in a group?
1: Um, usually, there's around forty five guests on one of our uh, full size coach tours, um, and as I mentioned before. We have expert guides who accompany our guests with decades of experience and you know a huge amount of knowledge about the places they're visiting. Um, but we also want to ensure our guests' travelling comfort. So on each one of our coaches, we offer complimentary Wi-Fi, so people can stay connected and don't have to use uh, their data if they want to, <laughs> you know, Instagram or Facebook um, as they're participating in the tour. Uh-huh. But also, we have USB charging on our coaches the people can recharge. The great thing about our trips is that we include the entrances. So really, you know, if you, bought, if you purchase a tour through Evan Evans, you have all of your entrances covered, you have your transportation covered, you have somebody that's there guiding you, looking after you, making sure you're going to have the best possible time. Um, and then the other thing we offer that nobody else, you know, in the day trips space in uh, London offers our personal headsets. So guests um, can hear the, the guide commentary, you know, even if they're in a busy space, you know, in one of the venues or, you know, on as they're walking between places, um, so they don't miss a word because they can hear everything the guide's saying crystal clear.
0: You have so many trips. Uh, we could probably go on for hours on the different attractions. People just have to go on your website, Evan Evans Tours.com. Uh, Tom Macklin is the director of Evan Evans Tours. Uh, it was fun chatting with you, Tom. Like I said, we, we'll have to have you back on to talk about some different tours. Yeah, it's been great chatting,
1: Randy. And uh, yeah, I'd love to come back again.
0: Well, if you like many of us, you'll be looking to escape the cold this winter, and one idea might be staying at the Paradisus Los Cabos. Travel writer and luxury hotel reviewer Deborah Smith has written all about it on her website, wheretolady.com dot com, and Deborah joins us now to give us some insight on the Paradisus Los Cabos. Hi, Deborah.
2: Hi. How are you doing, Randy?
0: I'm excited to learn about the Paradisus Los Cabos. I've been to Los Cabos, I don't think I've uh, toured or uh, stayed at the Paradisus. So tell me. Uh, let's do the basics first. Where is it in Los Cabos? Once you land, is it easy to get to?
2: Oh, yes, it's super easy to get to. Well, um, I think most people are familiar with sort of the Baja Peninsula, that little sort of mitten that hangs out there uh, on the side of Mexico. And uh, right down at the bottom of that, of course, you'll find Cabo St. Lucas. And the Paradisis is only about 20 minutes from the airport, so it's a really, really fast drive to get there. Yeah, and so, it's, it's a it's a great location.
0: Well, yeah, let's talk about the location and the surroundings. So, uh, what was your first yeah. impressions and just the, just the general feel of uh, arriving and being at the Paradisus Los Cabos?
2: Well, here's the thing: it, it's an all inclusive and it's a five star. So if that's your aim, go no further. Like, you'll be perfectly <laughs> happy there. They've got a gigantic pool um, surrounded by palm trees, and they've got um beachfront, which is unusual in, uh, in Cabo. I don't know if you know, but you can't swim at a lot of the beaches there. But well, I was going to
0: bring that up, but yeah. we'll save that for a minute.
2: So if you just want to stay there, it's wonderful, and we can talk a bit more about the actual hotel itself. But you're really close to um, several uh, places which are, of interest if you want to get off the all inclusive scene and get out to somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh San Jose del Cabo is uh about half an hour away. Um there's all kinds of uh shopping there. Uh, very famous also for uh, if you want to take some uh surf lessons things like that great surfing spot and they'll get you all fixed up out there. And then um if you go south you're of course you're in Cabo San Lucas so you've got uh, high end shopping there, you've got restaurants of all different kinds. Um and if you go a little bit further, about an hour and a half up the coast, um, and you'll get to uh Toto Santos, which is a beautiful little town. It's um like an artist enclave. Mm-hmm. So they have all sorts of um souvenirs and things like that that you can get which is lovely a lot of leather work terrific silver work uh beautiful things of that nature the town itself is quite lovely um they've done it up in all sorts of lovely dusty desert colors you know the ochres and the yellows and and you can stroll around and it's beautiful and, and one place there i really enjoyed what as a excursion was a trip to the Hotel California, which is actually owned by Canadians. <laughs> so, yeah, and it has a long and storied history.
0: Well, it sounds like you can do kind of both. You, you can enjoy the Paradises Los Cabos because it's five star and it's got a beautiful pool and everything and, yep. and explore the area as well. But uh, getting back to the, the whole area of Los Cabos, yeah, it's not known for its beaches, though, is it?
2: no it is not uh yeah like i say it's it's just a be- I, I think it's because of its geography
0: mm-hmm.
3: uh,
2: the um there's a lot of uh ocean activity there you know you have to be careful uh, at all times about um, riptides tides and things of that nature high surf so yeah having a hotel with a beach that's actually swimmable is, is pretty special there uh, that being said i mean it's great to get out on the water uh it's there's lots to do. Once you get, uh, you can take excursions from Cabo proper, uh, grab a glass-bottom boat, and, you, you know, you, actually you really can't say that you've been to that area, to the Cabo area, uh, until you do that mm-hmm. <laughs> because you want to get out and see. There's a famous arch out there um, that they'll take you to see. If you go on a glass-bottom boat, that's perfect because they'll feed the fish and they'll come up and you can see them popping around into there. <laughs> There's a lot of birds to see. There's uh, sea lions in that area.
0: Uh, let 's talk about the paradises of los cabos itself now how how big of a r- resort is it
2: um it's It's very big, and that's one of the fun things about it is you can actually spend some time um exploring it so what happens is you come into this lobby, which is shaped like a pyramid uh, and we're talking really high like you walk in and the volume of space is incredible, <laughs> and it's all done in marble, so you just you, Wow, it's like a skating rink. It's Uh unbelievable, huge. And part of the Triangle, of course, is open, so you can see the ocean immediately when you come in. Almost every area on the resort is open air as much as possible because the weather down there, generally speaking, is really good. Mm -hmm. They do have a hurricane season, so you do have to keep an eye on the weather. Um, But as far as the temperature, perfect, which is another reason why. If you're just going down to enjoy the the all-inclusive five-star experience, Perfect, so you have your big triangular lobby on one side, you have an adult only wing on the other side it's all about kids having fun and playing Oh good, so this is great, so it's a family friendly, but they have one of the best programs for child uh, child care at, that I've seen. Mm-hmm. The kids have their their own little area, and it's not just an area. They have a dedicated pool with all kinds of really fun um, water activities. Plus, they have, like, all-day childcare, and it's just top-notch. And they can also stay inside, too. So if you've got little ones that you don't want them outside in case they get sunburned or something, they can be inside. They have their own little um, buffet set up for them. Fresh fruit, sandwiches, uh, you know, um, various uh, beverages. I mean, no, it's, uh, it's way beyond the pizza and hot dog.
3: World, it's, it's
2: very, very, very good. They have a teen program, which is again very comprehensive, and so people won't get bored. And you know, so you know, we all love our children, and sometimes you want to have a little couple time, you can do both here.
0: So, I was going to ask who the resort is best suited for. It's suited for anybody, really. If you're couples, you can stay on the one side, and if you have a family, they'll look after your family yes, as well. Yes, exactly.
2: Right? And yeah. it's, it's extremely popular as a honeymoon. Uh, destination. Swim up suites are, you know, the norm. Um, Very, very private, I'd have to say. So you you definitely have that feeling of uh, luxury and being well taken care of. The concierge services included with that. Um, So if you any little thing you need 24 hours a day, it's at your disposal, which is great.
0: <laughs> well, it all sounds fabulous. It's the Paradisus Los Cabos. You can read about it on Deborah's website, wheretolady.com. And uh, Deborah Smith is a travel writer and luxury hotel reviewer. Sounds like you enjoyed your stay when you were there.
2: Oh, absolutely. I'd recommend <laughs> it. Get away from the snow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thanks, Deborah. Appreciate
2: it. Okay, thank you. <laughs>
0: Well, if traveling to Africa has been on your mind, but you're kind of stuck on where or how to begin to plan a trip to Africa, there's a company that can help you out called Lion World Travel. So here now to get some tips and ideas on traveling to Africa and planning a trip there is Lucille Sive. She is the president of Lion World Travel. The website is lionworldtravel.com. Hi, Lucille.
3: Hi, Randy. Nice to speak to you.
0: Tell me a little bit about Lion World Travel, uh, what you do and the kind of tour you offer and what you got started
3: or how you that. got started. So, so I've actually um, been in Canada for 40 years and started with Line World Travel about 35 years ago. But the company actually been in business for 57 years. Um, we sell only Africa. That's all we do. We feel, you know, that Africa is such a difficult destination to navigate through everything that it helps if you're actually an expert in a particular country. So in this case, in a continent, um, we specialize mainly in southern and east Africa, and we do Egypt as well. But at the moment, sort of the most popular destinations, I would say, are South Africa, Botswana, Kenya, Tanzania, and then Egypt has become very popular as well.
0: Well, I think you're right that when it comes to planning a trip to Africa, it's best to have some help. And it seems to me when people think about trips of a lifetime, African safaris always come up. Do you think that? It's
3: all, always on somebody's bucket list. Yeah. And, and, and what we found, um, the way we do trips, um, we found that we wanted to make Africa affordable for everybody because it is on everybody's bucket list. It really depends what you want to do. The trip I know that you were kind of interested in was our classic South Africa itinerary that we have at the moment. Is that one of the more popular ones? It is a popular one. It's a four-star itinerary, which is amazing because it has four nights in Cape Town, three nights in a game park, plus a wine tour, a Cape Peninsula tour, a couple of dinners. We also have a couple of other tours, Kenya and Tanzania, our luxury Kenya and classic Tanzania
0: So what's included now in a typical safari that you offer?
3: So I always say there's no such thing as a typical safari (laughs) Um, because it's actually all about the experience, right? So really depending on what you want to do. South Africa has cities as well. Um, East Africa, as one of my team said, is more game-rich. So most people do South Africa as a first-time safari just because you do three to four nights On safari, you see if you really like it. Um, If you don't like animals, then you certainly don't want to do East Africa where you're going to have eight to nine days of just safari every day. Um, So it really depends what you want to do. And it's all about the experiences. You know, I've done, oh goodness, probably a hundred different safaris. And each time it's different because it's about the animals that you see, the people who you're with. And, you know, there is, I tell everyone, there's nothing like being on a safari in an open vehicle and you are so close to the animals that you could put your arm out. I mean, you don't, unless you want to lose your limb. But it's about that being close, up and personal with the animals.
0: Well, and I think that's what everybody wants, right? And and you mentioned um, Discover East Africa. Is that where you're going to find uh, getting up close and almost personal with the animals?
3: Probably for, for all of those itineraries. Um, most of, of the items in South Africa, you're in open vehicles. Um, Kenya and Tanzania depends which itinerary you're on. Sometimes they are Land Rovers where they are enclosed but pop up roofs so that you can stand up and look at the animals. Sometimes some of those cheetahs will come right up to the vehicles in Kenya and Tanzania.
0: That would be an amazing experience, something that I think most really North is. Americans, like, yeah. you know, we, we have wildlife too, but we certainly don't have the wildlife that's in Africa. And I guess that's the charm, right?
3: That's the charm. And, you know, I want to assure people it's not dangerous. So, you know, we are we make sure that we only deal with companies where they worry about the safety and security of all our guests as well, because obviously that's of the utmost importance.
0: Tell me about the, co- the accommodations uh, on, a, on a safari, like when you're out in the wildlife.
3: So, again, really depends on the price point in which you're looking at. So, it can be anything. We do only four and five star. Like a five star, I, I tell everyone if they want to be in a tented accommodation, hmm. uh, how can I explain this? I say, close your eyes and imagine you're in a four seasons. Um, in a suite take away all the walls and put canvas around it and that's probably what your tent looks like
0: (laughs) and and of course uh the staff the people that are uh looking after you on the tour they really look after you don't they
3: they really look after you it's i was discussing that with somebody today actually it's all about the little things you know People expect the biggest things to happen, your accommodation to be nice, your food to be nice, but it's about the little extras that they can do. And in Africa, maybe I'm a little biased because I'm from Cape Town, but I think African people are some of the nicest people in the world. They want to make their guests happy. So it's all about what else can I do to make your trip even more special. <clears throat>
0: Are meals included? Like like that's what I was getting at, what's included on a typical yeah. meal your, your or a typical tour? Is it your meals and and yes. what so about your park, gear and things like that?
3: So game parks, it is all included. You have breakfast, lunch, dinner, you have tea in between, you have cocktails, you go out into the bush and do what we call sundowners, which a sundowner in Africa means being out in the bush, watching the sunset and having Probably a gin and tonic at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's really about the tonic, right? Which is the quinine, which helps for anti-malaria. And the gin just gives a little bit of flavoring to it as well.
0: <laughs> well, speaking of that, but like malaria, that kind of thing, do I have to be worried about that kind of thing?
3: So d- there are definitely malaria areas. Um, the classic Southern, South Africa itinerary that we have actually isn't a malaria-free area. Um, our tented safari install style are, is also in a malaria-free area, so you wouldn't need anything. Um, most of the other places are malaria areas, and you would have to actually ask your doctor what you need.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, now, when's a good time to go? Do you plan your tours around sort of the cycle of the animals, where they are or where they're going to be? How does that work?
3: Yeah, so South Africa, probably the best time is all year round. Um, this value is normally May to September when your land arrangements are a little less expensive. But, of course, air has become a lot higher. I mean, you know what airfares have been like lately. Mm-hmm. So um, during the summer months when it's actually holidays here, the airfares are, are higher. The summertime, October to March in Cape Town, is wetter in the winter months because obviously their winter is opposite to us, our winter. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Kruger Park area is drier in the winter. So a really good time to go and see the animals because they gather around where the water is so it's easier to find them. Um, if you wanted to see whales um, in Cape Town, whale watching the best time is July to November, and there's actually a whale festival in October as well. So again, we tend to consult with a client and see exactly what they want so that we can custom make your trip to fit in with what you want.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so how big are the groups, the tour groups? How many people so are we talking? We,
3: we specialize in small groups. So all our uh, our groups are six to eight people. So that's the maximum. Um, you basically get, hard to explain this, but what you get is a custom-made within a group experience. Mm-hmm. So you get the benefit of that group price of having six to eight people for the transfers, etc. But within that, you custom make, what you want to do for your day tours you could do cooking classes what dinners you want really within that framework it's exactly what you want to do
0: and i imagine they fill up fast so if you if you're planning a a trip to south africa or parts of africa you want to plan well ahead right so you get uh, you get to do what you want to do so it's still available
3: exactly and at the moment you know interestingly enough 2023 is really booking up because as you know there's this big pent up demand for people who haven't traveled for two to three years, who all want to travel now. And we've, we spoke about revenge travel, <laughs> where I'm going to get back at COVID right and make this the best trip ever.
0: What is your favorite highlight? You said you've been on a number of, of tours and seen uh, you know, uh, over and over again. Do you ever get tired of it? I don't know the answer to that, but, <laughs> but what I, is your favorite thing that you've seen or done?
3: So one of my favorite experiences actually was with my mom, who is no longer with us, um, and we went into the Sabi Sands game park. And we were in a vehicle, and there was a lioness right in front of us, and she was really growling at us. Next thing, um, our ranger said to us, she's got cubs in there, but you'll never get to see them because she won't let you. they just obviously are just a couple of weeks old. Anyway, as he said that, she went into the bush, brought out this two-week-old cub in her mouth, and walked past us with four of them. We were in tears. Even this ranger was in tears at that stage because it was something we would never have seen. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was about experiencing that with my mom as well.
0: No kidding, right? That'd be amazing. Uh, Well, we could probably talk for hours about Africa tours, but uh, time is always our enemies. Lucille Sive is the president of Lion World Travel, their website with lots of information there, lionworldtravel.com. It was a real pleasure chatting with you, Lucille. Thank you.
3: And with you, Randy. Thank you so much.
0: And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. Remember, this is the podcast version of the Informed Traveler radio show, which is heard each week on Chorus Radio. You can find more information on the show at our website, theinformedtraveler.org. So thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, let us know, leave a review, tell a friend, or you can drop me a line. My email is randy at theinformedtraveler.org. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler or follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler.